All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. We'd like to say praise the Lord, thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. By the time you guys are watching this, it'll be Thanksgiving. So we would like to say happy Thanksgiving to all, to everyone out there. We greatly appreciate you guys for tuning in. So this is a pre-recorded video and I will be sure to put that, that's the wrong side, probably like right there saying that it's a pre-recorded video because some people may tune in late and may not know it's pre-recorded because it will still be presenting to you guys live as if it's a normal live video Thursday evening. But um, I'll, I'll be sure to have that there. And as you see from the title, we'll be talking about thankful for our father. We know that life gets hard. Life can definitely get hard. Life can get challenging at times. But we always have reasons to be thankful for. And we're going to be talking about the most important thing we have or person or whomever you may say that we are thankful for. And that's God, because no matter what we're going through, we can always look to God, our father, which art in heaven, because nobody will love us the way that God can or the way that God does love us. So without any further ado, I'll be turning over to Minister Tony Banks so we can go ahead and get started. Thank you, Melvin. Uh, before we move too far, as always, we like to bow our, bow our heads <clears throat> and say a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for yet another opportunity to study your word. Thank you for how you've gotten us back to this moment in time again. Thank you for how you've just continued to watch over us over the highways, how you just continue to shield and protect us. So, Lord, we can't say thank you enough. Lord, we ask that you would guide this Bible study, that you would allow someone to understand more, that you allow me to even understand more, that you would continue to reveal things to us and that your presence will be felt. And Lord, we're praying for the sick, the shut-in, the afflicted, all the people being tormented all across the world, people being persecuted for your name. Lord, we're praying that you would continue to help us to see that there is joy in the midst of a storm. And Lord, we're praying that you would have respect to our wishes and our cries as we pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, once again, we like to say happy Thanksgiving to you. By the time you see this video, it will be Thanksgiving. So, to go along with the theme, I was thinking about things that we have to be thankful for. And obviously, our Father, which is in heaven, we have so much to thank Him for. I mean, the list goes on and on um, because... God's been so merciful, so gracious to us uh, as his children. Uh, even from the very beginning, he put us on this earth and we continue to transgress his rules, his laws. We continue to neglect the things that he tell us to do. We continue to disobey. Uh, but nevertheless, God is merciful and he's definitely worthy to be praised. So we always want to give honor and thanks to him. So tonight we're going to be talking about our father uh, and what what really got my mind to thinking about uh, along these lines was uh, even just today uh, I was talking to this guy and he it's, this was a delivery driver and he made a mistake and he went to the wrong store. Uh, he was supposed to pick up something. But he went to the wrong store in an entirely different city. Um, so 
he came to the same store, same name, but he went to the wrong city. It would be just like uh, you drive to Oxford to the Walmart. You came to the right store. Walmart is the store you were looking for, but you went to the wrong city. You were actually supposed to be in Memphis. Same thing. So this is the mistake that the guy made, and um, his boss was called. And when he called his boss, um, the guy just went to town on him. He started talking about how stupid he is and cursing him out and just really degrading the man. And um, I wasn't there for the conversation. Um, but when he came out, I also heard the story from other people. But when he came out, uh, he did say, man, I just got chewed out. It was the first thing he said. I mean, kind of out of nowhere. And I could just see how hurt the man was because he continued to talk about it to others. Um, and, and, and even more as time progressed. He began talking about, he said, man, I'm dreading even going back uh, to work just because I know that I'm in for some more. I'm still going to hear about this. And so it really hurt me just to see because I could tell this man couldn't take it well. There are people that can't really take being yelled at too well, being cursed at, being humiliated, uh, people laughing at you thinking it's funny just because someone made a mistake. And so it really bothered me um, because <clears throat> it's, it's people who are claiming Christianity who are doing these things. Um, but nevertheless, they're doing the devil's will. But something I began to think about was, and I totally got to say, man, look, people are upset now, but they're going to be real upset when they find themselves in hell. You're going to be real upset. Because <laughs> you're trying to think about, man, how did I end up here? But one of the things that it got me to thinking about was the fact that we have a father who said he would avenge everything, every evil work that was done. Uh, Jesus said he's going to repay every man according as his work shall be. So we have a father who will, he will do right. He's a just judge. And so that, that's really what I kind of want to discuss tonight. Um, a father that loves us. And so we're going we're gonna to look at uh, Acts the 7th chapter and verse 55. We're going to see a story here of one of God's children, a man named Stephen. Um, he was done wrong. He was killed for the name of the Lord. But I want to read something here uh, in the 55th verse, Melvin, if you will. Uh, but he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Now, this is Stephen, Luke, who wrote the book of Acts. He's writing about Stephen here. He says, but he, talking about Stephen, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven. Now, this is the moment after he's told these people just how God, really, he brought us up to speed from the beginning of time. He really did a lot of preaching here. He brought us up speed from the very beginning. He talked about Moses. Uh, he talked about the children of Israel, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. He brought us down through the line of time, talked about Jesus. Um, and so now he talked about how they're even rejecting the Holy Ghost. And we definitely have a lot to be thankful for for that. Um, but 
he brings us up to speed and he talks about them killing Jesus. And this is at the moment where these people are pretty upset because the truth will make you upset. And so now he's looking up to, into heaven. It says he looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. And now what's interesting about this verse is that in all of the other places where you see Jesus um, on the right hand of God or on the right hand of the Father, you always see him sitting. But now in this particular verse, now you see him standing because what has happened here is made God upset. It has made the Lord Jesus angry because of the evil that these people are doing on his child. And so that that's what my mind went to today um, as as I hear the story about the man being humiliated, just how these things affect our father that loves us. And that's something we have to be thankful for, because when so often we are persecuted, so often we are mistreated, so often we're talked about. Uh, people want to laugh at you. People always want to joke. <laughs> people do everything for a joke. And so we do it at the expense of others. And God's not pleased with that. We love to talk about each other. Look at his head. Look at his haircut. Look at his clothes. Look at the way he talks. Look at the way he does everything. We're, we're always trying to talk about somebody just to get some humor out of it. But God is the creator of us. He made us the way we are. So what I began to look at, we're going to go back to um, the, we're going to go back up some, I think I want the 40, 47th verse. We're going to go up and we're going to read down here just to get a better understanding of what's happening. Um, so let's actually go back up to the 47th verse. But Solomon built him a house. Now this is Stephen. Now he he's still bringing us up to speed. Uh, really, he's talking to these Jews here. Um, but he said, "But Solomon built him a house, talking about God." All right. Howbeit the Most High dwelleth not in temples made with hands, as saith the prophet. Mm -hmm. Heaven is my throne, and earth earth is my footstool. What house will you build, me? Saith the Lord, or what is the place of my rest? God doesn't dwell in a building we build. Alright. Hath not my hand made all these things? Mm -hmm. Ye stiff neck and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did. So do ye. Now, Stephen here, he said, look, you guys are stiff neck. You're uncircumcised in the heart. Your heart ain't right. You always rejecting the Holy Ghost, just as your forefathers did. And so hearing this is going to make these people upset. All right. But he's telling them the truth now. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? And they have slain them which showed before of the coming of the just one, of whom ye have been now the betrayers and murderers, mm -hmm. who have received the law by the disposition of angels and have not kept it. God told them what to do, but they didn't do it, all right? When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. Now, they got upset because <laughs> he spoke a little too much truth for their liking. So now they're upset. They get cut to the heart. They're angry, 
Alright. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Now, he's been telling them all that God has done for us, things that they should have been thankful for. It's Thanksgiving, so... Uh, I know we're thankful for the the turkey, the ham, the dressing, uh, the greens, the chitlins. I know we're thankful for all these things, the the pies. But God has given us some things even more that we should be thankful for. And the most important thing, really, uh, or one of the most important things is his is his love. Because God is love. And so we see God's love being on display here. We've seen it really through everything that he's done for us. I mean, giving us Jesus to die for us. So many things we could talk about. But here, Stephen, these people get upset with Stephen. And now Jesus is standing on the right hand of God. All right. And said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Mm hmm. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord. They had enough of this. They had enough of this talking. They said, man, we're going to put his mouth to a halt because now they've stopped listening. They've heard enough. All right. Now they run on him. All right. And cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. They stoned the man. And so all of this has caused Jesus to now stand up. See, and this is what I'm thankful for. I'm hoping we can understand this because Jesus is in heaven at this point. Peter is seeing this vision as he's still up on in the earth. Or excuse me, Stephen is seeing this, this vision. So he is in the midst of being killed. He is in the midst of people coming against him, persecuting him. But he still has the love of his father, which is in heaven, because this situation has caused Jesus to now stand up. He, he had been sitting. He had been sitting because every other place where we've seen Jesus, it tells us he was sitting on the right hand of the father. He was sitting on the right hand of God. But now as he sees his son, Stephen, being persecuted being killed, being afflicted, now he stands up. And this is the love of our Father. And we should be thankful for that today because God loves us so much. He said he's going to avenge us. In one place he told us, vengeance is his. And so as I began to think about today, uh, the the man who he was really hurt I, I honestly could tell the man was hurt just because of the words and words do destroy people say words don't hurt words hurt you allow people to talk about you bad enough and see how you feel and get hurt see how you may cry i know the words hurt words have hurt me before and so i i noticed how the man began to be hurt but thinking about our father which is in heaven nothing can get past him he is a just judge. And so today, what we have to be thankful for is that one of the things is that God is going to repay every man according as his work shall be. So here we look at 
Stephen being stoned to death, being killed. He didn't do anybody any wrong. He didn't lie to them. He told them the truth. And so while this is going on, it made Jesus take notice. He stood up. He had to get off of his seat because <laughs> it moved him that much. It made him upset. And so I know today when this, uh, when this man was belittled over a mistake, when he was harassed, when he was yelled at, when he was humiliated, I know, I know the Lord was upset. I know he was because he gets upset every time we mistreat our brothers and sisters. He gets upset every single time because we ought to know better. The book of James told us a blessing and a cursing. It, sh it shouldn't come out of your mouth. He told us that. He said, you shouldn't treat each other this way. Because I guarantee you, people that we love and respect, we don't talk to them any kind of way. You're not going to talk to your mother or father any kind of way. Not somebody you respect. And you're definitely not going to talk to God any kind of way. So once we understand that we should learn to love each other, but nevertheless, it's going to be people that they just won't do right. And so for those people, something I'm thankful for is that our father, he loves us and that he said he never leave us nor forsake us. And even more so, he said he's going to repay everybody for everything that we've done. So we see Jesus here. He stands up. He can no longer sit down because the things that he's witnessing it made him too upset. But the only thing holding him back in this time is time itself. It wasn't time for him to come back. It was not time for him to come back to the earth yet. So right now, as we go through things, we say, man, how can God, people say it all the time, how can a loving God let this happen? It, it's not time for him to come back yet. Time is holding him back. It's not the time or the hour yet. But rest assured that one day he will put an end to all evil. He will. And so that's something that should give us hope. We should be thankful for that. That's something that should give us faith, joy, happiness, because no matter who mistreats us, who uh, forsakes us, no matter who turns their back on us, no matter who talks about us, no matter who lies on us, who steals from us, who hits us, no matter who does anything to us, we have a father in heaven who said he will. He will repay everybody back. People for their evil and those for their good. So that makes me thankful today just to know that I have someone who has my back. There's a lot of times where you hope people have your back and then you realize they didn't have your back the way you wanted them to. But there's one person that we can count on to come through every single time. And that's the Lord Jesus. So here we see him. Stephen said, I see the heavens open and the son of man standing on the right hand of God. He sees him standing up. He's upset because of what they're doing to his child. 
Uh, read verse four, 57 again for us, Mel. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord mm -hmm. and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. Mm -hmm. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Mm -hmm. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Look at the love. Look at the love that this man had. Now, who can who can show this same amount of love? See, this is the same thing Jesus did. This is the exact same thing Jesus did. Jesus said, look, Father, forgive him. Now, you can't tell me this ain't the Holy Ghost. Because it is our natural reaction to retaliate. That's, that's, that's within us. That's what we want to do. If somebody talks about... Uh, <laughs> Somebody say, oh, oh, look at you. You fat. Your natural reaction is, no, look, look how fat you are. What about you? See, that's our natural reaction is to go back against someone. We definitely don't want anybody laughing at us. Man, that just tops everything off. When somebody starts laughing at you, we want to get back at them. What you smiling about? What they grin for? We're ready to strike back. It's easy to fight back. It is, it is the hardest thing to do is to love somebody when they're not loving you. And that's what we see this man do. And so no doubt this made Jesus mad. No doubt this made the Lord angry because he's seeing what is happening to his son. Same thing that happened to him. So he's seeing his son being persecuted all for his namesake. And so he said, look, Lord, receive my spirit. But he said, look, forgive them. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He said he made the same cry, the same testimony that Jesus had. Stephen shared it with him. And so no doubt this made the Lord upset because he sees his people being done wrong. And so today, in the midst of our adversities, God sees it. He's getting upset. Rest assured, he's getting angry about it. And he will come with vengeance. He will avenge us. And so no matter what anybody has done to you, this holiday season, I'm praying that we would remember that God loves us and that he will take care of us. It, it may not happen just, just right now in this moment. God, it may seem like people get away with things because so often people, people we feel that people are getting away with everything they're doing. We say, man, they didn't get caught. They didn't get caught. I, 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 want, I want some vengeance. I want justice to be served. Justice won't be served here. You can send them to jail, send them to prison. Justice still won't be fully served because God said vengeance is his. So today or tonight, however you want to look at it, just remember that we have something to be thankful for. If you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, if you can declare that you love him, he will avenge you. All the times people have manipulated you. He will avenge you. And so that gives me joy. 
when, because <laughs> it's hard to do a lot of times. It's hard to allow people to feel like they've gotten over on you, which a lot of times they may. But realistically, they didn't because God is going to settle everything. And so even in a situation like this, if we were in this situation, it's a hard thing for us to say, Lord, forgive them. As they are literally killing you, could you say, Lord, forgive them? I, I know that would be hard for me to do. It would be hard. I'm praying that I can. But I know that would be a hard thing to do. But this is the love that God is calling us to have. And this is the love that our father has for us. And so we know when a parent truly loves a child, they're willing to do anything for them. Right now, if we have... Uh, if, if, if a person has a child and they find out somebody's been hitting on their child at school, oh, they're going out there. They're going out there to find out who's been hitting on their little baby. And so that's how the Lord feels about us. So we should have that same love for one another because we say that we're brothers and sisters. We should have that same love for one another that we wouldn't hit other people, that we wouldn't kill other people. That we wouldn't talk about other people. But these are the things that we enjoy doing. We enjoy doing each other wrong. And so, in verse 59, it says, And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He made it. He received the ultimate prize to be saved. And so now, all the things that they've done to him, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter any longer. I want to move over to uh, 2 Corinthians. Um, 2 Corinthians 12th chapter and verse 10. Because a lot of times, people will look at things and they say, man, that's weak. I had um, I was talking to uh, one of my friends and they were asking me, how would I handle certain situations? Um, and I said, man... We have to take things to the preacher. And he said, man, that, that, that make you weak. That you, you can't, some things you can't just take to somebody else to solve your problem. It's certain things that you have to do as a man, in other words. And so I said, man, uh, think about all the things they brought to Jesus. He was the preacher. They brought things to him. And so we were talking about uh, adultery. He was asking me, what would I do if I uh, found out that my wife, I'm not married, this is a hypothetical, uh, but what would I do if I found out that my wife had been cheating? I said, man, first thing I'm going to do, of course I'm going to be upset, but I'm going to take her to the preacher. He's like, man, look, that's going to make you weak. She's not going to respect you because she can just get away with and do anything. She's not going to respect you. I said, man, look, <laughs> They caught a woman in the very act of adultery and they brought her to the preacher, brought her to Jesus. And he's told her, he said, look, go and sin no more. And so 
the advice that Jesus gave, he said, look, don't go and do that same thing again. Straighten yourself out. And my question is, does that make Jesus weak? Now, I know we're not going to go far and call Jesus weak. Somebody might call Tony weak, but Jesus, he had, I'm trying my best to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. I know, I know nobody's crazy enough to call him weak. Somebody might do it, but we aren't crazy enough to do that. A lot of us aren't. And so a lot of things that God tells us to do, we look at it as being weak, but when it's actually strong. Read verse 10 for us, Melvin. Therefore, I take therefore I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Paul here, he says, look, I take pleasure in going through things for the name of Christ because where I am weak, then am I strong. A lot of times people will look at us physically and say, man, you weak. <laughs> uh, that's weak. Because some of the things that God will tell us to do, he said, look, if somebody slaps you on the left cheek, turn look, turn to the other. They slap you on the right, turn to the left. They slap you on the left, turn to the right. No matter what people do, look, he said, forgive them. People will say, man, that's weak. That's soft. I'm not doing that. But that's actually a lot harder. It takes way more strength. It takes the Holy Ghost power. It takes a supernatural power, a power that we didn't come into this world having. It takes the Holy Ghost to say, Father, forgive them. Don't lay this sin on their account. It takes the Holy Ghost power to do that. I know it does because that's our natural reaction is to respond. If somebody does your family wrong, somebody hurts somebody in your family, you say, I'm going to go back and get them. If I can't find them, I'm going to get somebody in their family. And eye for an eye, two for a two. So it takes so much more strength to actually love and forgive. It takes that. But when we begin to do the will of God, when people do us wrong and we say, man, let's just go on. Let's forgive them and move on. It takes way more strength, but it should make it easier to know that nothing, no one is going to escape God. He is a just judge and he will repay evil. He told us, he said, look, don't you render evil for evil. Don't you go and get people back because vengeance is the Lord's. That's the Lord Jesus. That's the reason he got up when Stephen was being killed because he was angry. And so today when people are doing all manner of things against you, against us as Christians, sure, be angry. You can be angry. He said, be angry and sin not. But what we cannot do is return the favor, is return evil. We can't do that. But we should be thankful that we have a God, that we have a Father who will take care of us. So, yes, it may seem like sometimes people are getting over. Yes, it may people may say you're weak, but you're actually strong when you do these things. It, it Man, it, everybody in their right mind knows it takes way more power, way more strength to actually not retaliate. It takes a lot more.
a whole lot more. That's why ain't nobody doing it. Because it takes something that some people don't even have inside. That's the Holy Ghost. The disciples, they said, Lord, increase our faith. Because they knew at that time, Jesus told them, they said, he said, forgive people an unlimited amount of times. They said, we increase our faith because we just can't do that right now. They didn't have the Holy Ghost. And so now we have it. We should be thankful for it. We have what it takes to fulfill God's will. Even um, in the book of Psalms, David said, Lord, how long? How long are you going to allow these things to happen to us? How long will you allow your people to be hurt? How long? Somebody said, man, it seemed like he don't even care. What kind of loving God will allow these things to happen? God is, he's so loving. He's allowing people an opportunity to repent, to change, to be saved. Because it's not his will that any of us should perish. So, some people are still making the decision to commit evil. But God is giving them an opportunity. Let's uh, look at what David said in the book of Psalms. Uh, Psalms, the 94th chapter. And we'll look at verse 3. You said 94, mm -hmm. verse 3, Lord, how long shall the wicked, how long shall the wicked triumph? How long? That's the question we ask when we see so many bad things happen in the world. Man, how long is this going to last? How long, Lord, are you going to allow this? This loving God, how long is he going to? Mm -hmm. How long shall they utter and speak hard things? And all the workers of iniquity boast themselves. How long are they going to talk to each other like this? How long will we continue to curse our brother and sister? How long will we continue to humiliate? How long will we continue to hurt people? Have people crying, depressed, thinking about committing suicide. How long will we do these things? But if you have found yourself in situations like that, I'm praying that you would remember that you have a father that loves you, that he will make everything better. Mm-hmm. They break in pieces, thy people. They oh. hurting them, tearing them apart. Uh-huh. Oh, Lord, and afflict thine heritage. Mm-hmm. They slay the widow and the stranger and murder the fatherless. Mm -hmm. Yet they say, the Lord shall not see, neither shall the God of Jacob regard it. They say, God ain't even real anyways. See, you wasting your time praying. They they say all sorts of things. But God is not slack concerning his promise. He, he made us some promises that he will keep. He cannot lie. So David here says, how long? How long, Lord, you going to let it happen? I'm reminded even in the book of Revelations, they asked him. The souls were crying out to the Lord. They said, look. When are you going to avenge our blood? When are you going to correct this world? So many people doing so many evil things. Every single day, we're sitting around thinking of ways we can hurt somebody. Thinking of ways we can steal. Stealing from people's banks accounts. 
stealing people's gas out of their very own vehicle. I mean, people come up with all kind of stuff. Uh, I was talking to um, a young man and he was telling me about how uh, his father, excuse me, his grandfather had just died uh, within the last couple of weeks and they had a funeral. And he said, man, uh, my grandmother, she got a call and the person said their name was Cody. Uh, uh, just a man in his family named that. And um, he was saying how they had called using his cousin's name and told him, he said, man, I'm in jail. Uh, excuse me. I'm in the hospital. Uh, or no, he went to the hospital. Uh, he had an accident. No, he didn't go to the hospital. I'm sorry. He had an accident and they found out he, he got he was drunk. So he got a DUI and he ended up in jail because of that. And so he said, man, they told him, they told his grandmother that she needed to send money to bail him out. And he said, you know what? She almost did it. She almost did it until she thought about it. She said, man, he don't even drink. Cody doesn't even drink. So she realized it was a scam. The people wanted her to give her credit card information right there on the phone so they can take some money from her. I can't remember how many thousands of dollars they were asking for. But so that's how we are with each other. We sit around thinking of so many ways. But the things that bring joy to my heart is that the Lord's seeing it. He's hearing it. He's watching. He's standing up. The Lord Jesus right now is standing up, seeing the things that we're doing to each other. And he's going to repay. So nobody, it doesn't matter if people seem to be getting over. It doesn't matter if, if the wicked seems to prosper in this world. No matter what's going on, the Lord will repay. Jesus is on his way back. But time is holding him back. He has to wait to the right time to all things are fulfilled the way the scriptures said because the scriptures cannot lie. The scriptures must be fulfilled first. And so that's something that I'm thankful for this, this Thanksgiving season um, is that we have a father that no matter what people do, no matter what people say, they cannot take away the love that God has for us. They cannot take away those father instincts to protect his children. They can't take that away. So I won't prolong the video tonight. I'm going to leave it there. But man, it, it really it really makes me happy just to know um, and, and try to strengthen and encourage uh, people as, as they get down sometimes. Because like I was saying earlier, I could just tell the man was pretty hurt by how he was talked to and but those are the things that we will endure just living in this world people are going to say all kinds of crazy stuff and have no regard for your feelings the only thing at the end of the day that matters is making money getting everything that our hearts desire but one day we will have to give an account for it. One day we will have to answer for every idle word. And so that brings me so much happiness just to know 
that man, I know I've been done wrong many times. I know people have talked about me behind my back, but I don't worry about that. I can go on because I know God's hearing it. I know the Lord is standing up on the right hand of the Father. And so it just brings me so much happiness just to know that. And so I, I wanted to encourage someone to continue doing the will of God. I know it's tough. It's a lot. It's a lot harder to do what God says than it is to not do it. But it actually becomes so much easier once we actually want to. Once you actually receive his spirit, which he gave us the opportunity to receive. Jesus Christ, he told us, he said, look, unless I go away, the comforter won't come. So he's now left and now we have the opportunity for the Holy Ghost. And so we have so much. We had not even covered the half of the things that we have to be thankful for. The Holy Ghost is definitely one. And so I'm just thankful um, to bring this uh, message to everyone during this holiday season. And I'm praying that everyone will continue to be safe um, and that you would enjoy some time with family and friends and uh, just continue to spread the love of God and and if you haven't been doing that, I'm hoping that we will spread the love of God with our family and friends because what is it all what what profit is it if we all die and go to hell? What profit if, is it if we never tell our family and friends, the people that we care about the most, about the love that Jesus has for us? What profit is it if they don't know? So I'll turn it back over to Melvin. Um, I, I've talked enough. Um, so, like, uh, as I said already, I just like to end with happy Thanksgiving to you guys. And I'm praying that uh, this message strengthens you and encourages you to continue on, even when you endure hardships and persecutions uh, wrongfully. A lot of times we don't deserve it. Uh, but nevertheless, the scripture has to be fulfilled. So I'll turn it back over to Melvin. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the message. Um, I just want to go back to one point that you made. You know, we, procl we proclaim Christianity, but we definitely don't treat each other the way that we should. And like Tony said before, there's somebody out there right now that claims Christianity, but he's thinking of, way, thinking of ways to get into your bank account, to hack your bank account, to break into your house and steal everything of value. He's thinking about ways like that to do to do those things. Now, how does the love of God dwell in somebody that will treat you like that and not even care how you feel? They won't care what type of hardship that that will put you in. They all they care about is themselves, you know, <laughs> love yourself. But that's not the way that God wants us to be. He says, proclaim others higher than yourselves, esteem others higher than yourselves. But all we care about is us, us, us. And, you know, it may seem like that they are not even getting punished. It may seem like that they're, that they're getting everything and they are actually happy in life while we, are, on the other hand, are trying to serve God. But we're still in poverty. You know, that reminds me of the book. 
of Psalms again in chapter 73. He's um, and David is talking again and he says, and we're starting at verse two. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well not slipped for I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, because that's what it, that's what it seems like. <laughs> People do all of this sinning. Sometimes it's steal, sometimes it's kill, and they get all the money and they buy all these nice houses, these nice cars. It seems like they're doing great while we're stuck struggling trying to serve God. He says, for I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. It seems like they're strong because they have all their money or whatever they may have to stand on. That's what they think is their strength. And then he goes on to say, they are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. And that's what it definitely seems like. And all of that stuff can definitely be tempting because the average person can look at that and say, well, they're doing it and they're not getting in trouble. Look at that nice car. Look at that Lamborghini. God had to have been did that. I know he said don't do some of these things, but no, nah, that has to be him. And so that may trick us into think, <laughs> trick us into doing the same things that they're doing, and thinking that we're serving God when it's when we're actually doing the complete opposite. And it's just the work of the devil. And another question a lot of people have is, how can a good, loving God exist when all of this evil happens in the world? If He is such a good, loving God, won't He just eliminate the evil? Well, we have to look at it like this. All sin is equal. And I know we like to put murderers, rapists, and all of those type of people on a higher pedestal and say that those are the worst crimes ever. But even if we tell a, a white lie, what we like to call it a small lie, we are just as guilty as the person, as the murderer, as the rapist. So if God eliminates those people. He would have to eliminate us, too. No matter how, what sin we did, small or big, we will be eliminated right along with them. So what he does is, yes, he allows all of this stuff that goes on, but where the loving father comes in, he gives us a chance to repent. As Tony said earlier, he gives us a chance to turn around before we all will get eliminated for the sins that we committed. And that's what we should definitely be thankful for, a chance at salvation. A lot of us think that we have it now, and, and, and we don't. So how do we find out? We go look in the Bible and see how they received the salvation back in, the, in those times. Because it's the same way today. It's the exact same way. And we should definitely be thankful for the chance of the Holy Ghost, of salvation. Because <laughs> just like it did for them, we can look at the prosperity of the wicked and we won't be phased because we know that their time is coming and we know that our time is coming we will be rewarded for our works good or bad so once we have the love of god dwelling in us we won't be driven to get revenge on somebody that has done us wrong because sure enough they've done us wrong and we might not even be deserving of it and like Tony said earlier, it's so true. Um, our natural instinct is to try to get back, try to retaliate. I know I definitely used to be that way. And I still get upset, but I cool off and I don't try to attack them back anymore. Because 
don't know. When somebody does you wrong and you try to get revenge on them, and let's say your plan backfires and it doesn't work, then you're just getting even more upset trying to get them back. When you can just let it go and have that weight lifted up off your shoulders, knowing that God will get them back. And you'll be so much more happy. But um, I'm going to leave it right there. Um, thank you guys for listening, especially on Thanksgiving. Thank you guys for taking the time out. And again, this is a pre-recorded video. So by the time you're watching it, it will be Thanksgiving. I hope you guys are having a blessed day and are happy and are thankful. And so if that be it, well, it's not a lot of videos, so we don't have comments to read. So we're going to um, go off now. And we'll be back next Tuesday with our in-person Bible study. And next Thursday, I believe, that is December the 5th, with another message coming straight from the Word of God. So again, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys then.